Hey everyone, welcome to the 50th episode of Ron Nick's Rundown. Yes, the 50th episode of Ron Nick's Rundown. Thank you to everyone who's been listening to this podcast so far uh, to this point. Me and Nick have definitely appreciated it. I'm doing this one solo again for the NFL Week 2 recap. But before I do that, we got to talk about a huge NBA game that, d- that definitely took place on this Sunday. Which is the Lakers and the Nuggets. Lakers went on to defeat the Nuggets 105-103. to It definitely came down to stretch between Anthony Davis and Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic scored 11 straight points after the Lakers were up 100 to 93, excuse me, 100 to 92 with 303 left to go in the game. And yes, a huge, huge uh, comeback effort for Nikola Jokic. Like I said, scored 11 straight points to give the Lakers, excuse me, to give the Nuggets a 103 to 102 lead with 20.8 to go. But then Anthony Davis, a huge three pointer, a huge buzzer beater to give the Lakers a 2-0 lead and they are now halfway towards the NBA Finals. Like I said, a huge win for the Lakers. I'm definitely but uh, I definitely noticed LeBron James was kind of missing was was missing down the stretch there on the offensive side of the ball. But like I said, I think that will definitely change for sure. It will not matter because like I said, the Lakers are now halfway towards the NBA Finals in the bubble and it's definitely a great story indeed. They will not play again until Tuesday. Now, let's talk about a huge Sunday night game, which uh, ended kind of, uh, I wish could have ended better on that last play for the Patriots, but it's okay. Great matchup between Russell Wilson and Cam Newton down in Seattle. Uh, Seahawks went on to win the game 35-30. to Russell Wilson, man, Russell Wilson has looked great these first two weeks. I'm, I'm telling you, he has looked absolutely outstanding, going 21-28, 288 yards and five touchdown passes. That pick was definitely on a drop tonight. He had a couple. He got sacked a couple of times, but man, what a night that Russell Wilson had! But I was not happy with their last offensive drive, which was when they decided to pass the ball and definitely went in completion that gave the Patriots a chance to even win the game. And they were very close. They were very, very close. And Cam Newton tonight, I thought looked incredible. Definitely making the Panthers regret. Definitely regret having. Definitely regret Cam Newton not being in Carolina anymore cam newton 30 of 44 397 passing yards a touchdown pass he did have a pick but he did run the ball 11 times for 47 yards and had two rushing touchdowns okay and i tell you right now i know he definitely enjoys his offensive line for sure a lot more than he did in carolina but in this game tonight i thought cam newton was just so close i thought he was gonna have it i truly truly thought he was gonna i truly truly thought that he was gonna get the game-winning touchdown but I thought the last play of the game was very, very poor. Um, Seattle Seahawks definitely read that play of Cam Newton running a mile away. <laughs> and I definitely think, to me, that was just not a good play call at all. I definitely felt bad for Cam in that situation. But another play right before then, Julian Elman had the ball right through his I thought a catchable ball right, right through his hands. I thought we could have at least – I thought he was at least – have a cut a touchdown catch there but it's okay i thought it's it was a good sign for the patriots as uh, far as i'm concerned um like i said as far as i'm concerned i thought it was a a great great night for both cam newton and russell wilson i think both of these guys will definitely be in the mvp conversation this year so definitely was a a great like i said a crazy sunday we're definitely gonna get into it let's go and recap the rest of this week two of the nfl season
before I continue with this uh, NFL Sunday, I definitely want to give my thoughts and uh, prayers. I know it's a cliche thing to say, but I'd rather just give all my prayers to Patriots running back James White, who lost his dad in a car accident this evening, um, and also his mom, who right now is in critical condition. Uh, definitely a terrible situation for him. Uh, the Patriots running back from James White, his dad passed away, his mom. Well, um, unfortunately, right now it's in critical condition. Both of them, it, that's definitely a sad story there, but I definitely hope for the best for that entire family. But I'm going to go ahead and move on now um, for sure. That, Like I said, it was a crazy NFL Sunday. Uh, definitely a lot of big-name injuries happened on this day, but I definitely want to start with a game that definitely uh, everyone will be talking about, I'm sure, throughout this week, and I'm sure Cowboys fans will <laughs> will definitely remind everybody this happened this week, especially to the Falcons, who once again blew a big lead. They had a they were up 21, 20 to nothing in the first quarter for sure. But they were up 39 to 25 with eight minutes left to play. But then what happened? Of course, they had a big lead and they take the L. That's what they do. <laughs> they that is exactly what they do. We're going to start with that. Dak Prescott, a 10-yard touchdown pass to Dalton Schultz. But unfortunately, had a failed two-point conversion. And Mike McCarthy had some bad play calls in this game. Now, that's when the Cowboys had trailed 39-30. to Mike McCarthy, that was another bad play call for, for me, first and foremost. That failed two-point conversion and a couple of fake punts in their own territory that were unsuccessful. So Mike McCarthy was definitely bailed out today by his players. So let's go. Let's start there. Now, let me continue. Dak Prescott with his third rushing touchdown today, which was a one-yard touchdown run. And the Cowboys then let, then trailed 39-37 with a minute 49 left to play. C.J. Goodwin recovers the onside kick. And I don't know how the Falcons, how can the Falcons not recover on that onside kick? That ball was literally rolling towards the 10-yard spot. The, the, the fact that they didn't even, they didn't even have a chance to even recover this ball is just laughable to me. Absolutely laughable. It's insane. And then C.D. Lamb, obviously, uh, Dak Prescott throws to C.D. Lamb on a 24-yard catch, which was absolutely, um, <laughs> which was definitely big. And Greg Zerline had set up his game-winning field goal to the Cowboys to give the Cowboys a 40-39 to win. That is absolutely inexcusable on Atlanta's part. Amazing comeback, though, for the Cowboys, but that's for the Falcons, man. Dan Quinn, that loss is definitely on all of you. That was absolutely disgraceful by the Falcons. Absolutely disgraceful and inexcusable, period. Absolutely absolutely inexcusable. Congrats to Dallas and all that hard work that Dallas, that Atlanta had just gone to waste. Pitiful. Dan Quinn, you're on a hot you, You're definitely on a hot seat, and you'll continue to be in a hot seat uh, throughout this year. I'm telling you right now, his job is definitely not safe. I promise you. All right. So let's talk, let me give you some other um, thoughts of some other games that happened uh, in the, on this Sunday. Um, the Bucks ended up winning that game. Uh, excuse me, Tom Brady, his home opener, defeating the Bucks thirty-one to seventeen. But excuse me, I believe it was thirty-one to fourteen. But I'm just gonna say this right now: I'm still not convinced about the Bucks. Uh, no, thirty-one seventeen. Yes, that's the final. But I'm definitely not convinced with the Bucks and their offense right now. I personally was not convinced that. I mean, despite winning today, I personally did not think it was a great effort by the Bucks offense well not the Bucks, not great effort I'm going to say that this offense can look better period um, Tom Brady with his going 23-35 217 yards a touchdown pass and a pick 
to me, it just was not an impressive day for me, honestly. I think the Bucks definitely could have done better against this Panthers this Panthers defense. Panthers defense is not very good at all. So I thought they should have lit them up a lot better. But it's okay. They will get better. I think the offense will get better over time. I know Chris Godwin was not there today, but no excuse for it. I thought, like I said, the Bucks could have had a better day on the offensive side of the ball. As for their offense, the Panthers' offense is what I mean when they miss Cam Newton right now. Teddy Bridgewater with three turnovers. He had two picks, including a lost fumble on the day. Definitely not a good day. For the, another bad day for the Carolina Panthers. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure when they'll get their first game. There's going to be some growing pains on this team for sure. But it's definitely, like I said, bat rule. We'll see when they'll get their first victory. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey will, is a name that we definitely have to watch out for. With an ankle injury, we don't know the severity of it. There will be an MRI. Hopefully, it will not be a bad, hopefully not a bad one. Because I'll tell you right now, if they, if it's any, if he misses any time, Carolina might as well just cancel the rest of their season right now. Period. <laughs> just cancel their season now. All right, let me talk about a team today who definitely had some major injuries today, and that's the uh, and what's the 49ers? Their injuries continue to pile up. Nick Boza. Uh, likely a torn ACL, Solomon Thomas, nobody really knows the severity of it. Hopefully it's not the same as Boza's. Um, Jimmy Guapolo with a high ankle sprain. Raheem Mostert with a sprained MCL. And you talk about already with Debo Samuel already um, out for maybe at least another week with a foot injury. And yeah, Richard Sherman, who's going to be out at least two more games with a calf injury. Definitely the injuries are piling up for the 49ers. But they definitely go on to still dominate and destroy <laughs> the Jets, 31-13. I mean, they should de- defeat the Jets. But, man, it's going to be a long, long season for the Jets. It is going to be a very, very long season. Uh, we have to st- Obviously, with uh, that, I mean, the plays that they allowed was just ridiculous. Like, Raheem Mostert, for example, that might have been the easiest 80-yard touchdown pass, excuse me, 80-yard touchdown run that I have ever seen. That was absolutely inexcusable on the Jets' part. How do you let that man run <laughs> to the, towards his right, I mean, with ease? I mean, whatever the heck they were doing on defense, it, it was just inexcusable. Inexcusable. And <laughs> I'm, I'm just completely am amazed that that happened. I mean, like I said, if you guys look back at the video, it was just one of the most ugliest, ugliest, um, <laughs> one of the more uglier defensive efforts that I've seen and Jarek McKinnon that play now you thought that was bad the other one was on the 49ers own 11 yard line he converts on 30-31 with a 34 yard run (laughs) on a 34 yard run on third and 31 from the team's own 11 yard line I don't understand how the Jets can be that bad I mean I know they didn't have Le'Veon Bell today with a hamstring injury and Jameson Crowder he was out today, but it's just completely inexcusable how how bad the Jets are. They're gonna get they're gonna continue to get their butts kicked each and every week. And Adam Gase, he's closer and closer to lose his job. Period. It's definitely not gonna be good for the Jets. It's not looking good for the Jets at all for the rest of the season. But that's for the 49ers. Uh, they go back to MetLife Stadium next week to take on the Giants. Um, like I said, they won't be healthy at all. Hopefully, towards the year, some players will be back. But, man, losing Boza and likely Thomas for the year, that is definitely a big loss for their defense. Now, 
as for uh, a game that I thought was very good today, the Jaguars and Titans. Uh, Titans going on winning the game 33-30. to I thought it was a good quarterback matchup between the tight between Ryan Tannehill and Gardner Minshew, man. I Ryan Tannehill with four touchdown passes on the day, 239 yards. Um Gardner Minshew, excuse me, Gardner Minshew going 30 for 45, 339 yards, three touchdown passes. And Minshew has impressed me these first two weeks. He's done well, but he did have two picks. That second pick on the day was definitely batted down. And then it was definitely recovered. I'm giving you all the names right here, right now. Man, like I said, it was definitely an interesting game between those two. Um, but it was uh, Gardner Minshew's second pick was batted down by, Je- by was batted by Jeffrey Simmons, and Harold Landry the third grabs the ball to seal the victory. Definitely a uh, a big moment there of the game. Like I said, Gardner Minshew with a great effort today against that Titans defense. And like I said, it was a great battle. Thirty-three to thirty was the final score. Stefan, excuse me, Steven Gaskowski with a game-winning 40, game-winning 49-yard field goal with a minute 36 left. He definitely needed any type of big game, any big win, game-winning kicks he could have right now, you know, because obviously last week he had obviously another game-winner last week against the Broncos. But man, he needs all the good kicks he can have because last week was a struggle. But he's had two game-winning kicks in a row. I'll give it to him. But man, like any. Any kicks he can make would be good. I mean, like I said, there's no room for error as a kicker. But Kaskowski going one for four and missed the extra point last week. And thankfully this week he was able to kick the game winner. But, yeah, another player that I was impressed with before the Jacksonville Jaguars was und- was undrafted rookie James Robinson going 102 yards and a touchdown today. I thought he looked great first and foremost. That's definitely a major plus and major, major kudos to him, especially uh, with this pandemic going on, not many opportunities with preseason games he definitely was impressive today and that's Derrick Henry who was held at 25 yards for 25 carries for 84 yards on the day I thought um a good job by the Jaguars part but like I said Tannehill was just in his bag today four touchdown passes I thought he looked great and now let me brag about my Packers first and foremost man 43 points and 42 points the last two weeks they've done that the last two weeks an amazing job by my Packers and Aaron Jones was the one who had an amazing day. He had 236 total yards and three total touchdowns on the day. That was 18 carries, 168 yards, and two rushing touchdowns, and four catches for 68 yards, and a touchdown catch. I thought he had an amazing day. Aaron Rodgers with two two touchdown passes on the day, 18 of 30. It was 240 yards. Um, unfortunately, we do have Devontae Adams with a hamstring injury. I hope he's going to be okay. Period. I I truly truly hope he will be fine. Uh, obviously, we cannot. My Packers cannot lose. Cannot lose. Devontae Adams. Period. That is our go-to guy on that offense. We cannot afford to lose him. It was pretty close early on with the Lakers. Uh, excuse me, with the Packers and the Lions, like it has gone uh, last year. But thankfully, the Packers blew this team away today in the second half. And it was definitely a, a much-needed victory. Good to see the Packers on a 2-0 start. But, man, next week, whew, the Packers got themselves a battle next week. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. Also today, I never want to uh, talk about uh, another big game. Let's see, obviously talk about all the games, many big games as possible. But, uh, but like I said, man, I'm going to go ahead and say it again. The Packers, I'm definitely proud of them on the offensive side of the ball for sure. Um, another game, the uh, – Oh, Philip Rivers against Kirk Cousins, man. Colts and the 
Vikings. This was definitely an ugly day for Kirk Cousins. A very, very ugly day. Uh, Colts won this game 28-11, to but I got to start with him first. He goes for 11 for 26, 113 yards passing, three picks, and sacked three times, and he was sacked again for the second straight week for a safety. That is just, ugh. It was definitely a piss-poor effort by Kirk Cousins. It was a pathetic effort by Kirk Cousins today and the entire team across the board. And Phillip Rivers obviously gets his first first W as the Indianapolis Colt. Jonathan Taylor goes for 26 carries, 101 yards, and a touchdown. He definitely will be a huge, 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 huge player for the running game. But good to see the Colts win today. But, man, whew, Vikings, that definitely did not look good. If you're a Vikings fan right now, you're definitely not definitely are not sold on this team right now on an 0-2 start. It was just absolutely terrible. A um, couple of games today that I thought that were huge. Jared Goff those for all three touchdown passes to Tyler Higby. And, of course, the Rams ran for 191 yards and a big win over the Eagles, 31-19. 37-19, excuse me, and I, and Carson Wentz going 26-43 for 242 yards, had a rush touchdown and two picks. It was not a good day for Philly at all. Just not a good, a good day for them, period. They have got to get better. <laughs> as simple as that. They ca- cannot afford to have any more of these performances at all. It was just not a good day for the Eagles. I think it, it, they, it's going to be a long year if this, continue, this continues. As for the Rams, very impressed with what they've done. But like I said, Tyler Higby, is definitely a, a player in his fantasy stock is definitely going up for sure. Um, <laughs> and as for a couple of four o'clock games, I definitely want to discuss Chiefs defeating the Chargers in overtime, twenty-three to twenty. Uh, great comeback by the. Well, let's see. Let me actually not start with that one. Let me start with the Chargers first. Tyrod Taylor was obviously going to start, but unfortunately, he had chest pains on the day. Definitely was not good. Um, definitely wasn't able to breathe. I definitely hope he's okay. I mean, that's very scary stuff when you have chest pains and you're not able to breathe. I mean, let me tell you, that is, I'm, I'm just speaking with somebody who had a, a typical chest pain before I was able to breathe. But speaking to somebody who's had a chest pain before, those are definitely one of the scarier things that you will have, period. It is very, very scary. But definitely, I hope Tyrod Taylor is okay. Justin Herbert said he with five ten seconds left of the game, he found out he was starting. And I thought Herbert looked good. I thought Herbert did a great job. I mean, going 22 of 33, a touchdown pass interception. I thought for someone that, that just found out he was starting, I think he the Chargers competed. It was a close game. And the fact that this game went to overtime definitely says a lot about the Chargers. And Herbert, I thought, did a very good job. Now, Anthony Lynn did say, that they, if Taylor is able to play, that he will be the starter. But we will see. We will definitely see about that. I, I personally think that uh, it's going to – I personally think – I know Herb – I don't want to say this to be mean. I think Herbert – the offense, I thought, moved a bit better with Herbert as the starting quarterback. But, like I said, I don't want to be mean in that situation. But as for the Chiefs, an amazing comeback uh, – a, a great comeback on the road. They were down 17-6, to obviously. Harrison Buckner um, – um, with some, with at least three big field goals on the day, he hit a 58-yarder in the third quarter. Then he hit a 30-yard field goal to tie the game to send overtime, and then he hits another 58-yard field goal to win this game. It was a great day for him. Great on Patrick Holmes. Um, he definitely had uh, not his not necessarily 
an electrifying day, but he did have twenty. He did go twenty-seven to forty-seven, three hundred two yards, and two touchdown passes, including one to Tyreek Hill. That would like I said for fifty-four yards to tie it in the fourth quarter, early in the fourth quarter. But like I said, it was a great battle between the Chiefs and the Chargers. I think that obviously the Chiefs will get better, but today I thought it belonged to Harrison Buckner. I think he was the biggest was a huge was definitely a huge factor for the Chiefs today, including scoring the game winner. Definitely give that dude the game ball today. Um, as for some uh, other games on today, Ravens beating the, the, the Texans 33-16. to Look, the Ravens are just good, man. But for me, they have to win the postseason games this year. Like, look, they can be good in the regular season, but for me, for the Ravens this year, they got to win postseason games with Lamar Jackson. They have to win this year. I mean, this is, I mean, like I said, it's only, like I said, this is only his third season. But like I said, it, it's time for them to start winning their, their postseason games. But let me just discuss Lamar Jackson, 18 of 24, 204 yards and a touchdown. He was sacked four times, but like I said, it was a it was a dominant game as far as I'm concerned. They definitely took care of their business against Deshaun Watson, who went 25 of 36, had a touchdown pass, one pick, and he was also sacked four times as well. Um, simple, like I said, the Texans, I think it's going to be a pretty long season for the, I'm not going to say it's going to be a long season for the Texans, but man, they're definitely going to be some, uh, grow, some growing pains without DeAndre Hopkins. And like I say, Brandon Cooks had 95 yards receiving, Randall Cobb 59 yards receiving. Also, uh, this kid here, Jordan Aikens had 55 yards receiving. I'm just not impressed, man. Not impressed right now with this Texans offense. I mean, like I said, when you lose one of your best weapons, this this is going to happen. And I think Bill O'Brien, I'm telling you right now, this is all on him. This is all on him, period. This is all on him. <laughs> I mean, that's just all on him. All right. Sweep, go by, go through some other performances today. Kyler Murray, I thought, looked great. Obviously, 26 of 38, 286 yards, a touchdown pass. And, and it also, he had two rushing touchdowns on the day. Eight carries to six, seven yards in a 30 to 15 win over the Washington football team. So much for Washington defense looking so great <laughs> from week one, but we know Kyler Murray's legs would have to be um, big in this game against that defensive front. But man, it was just a dominant game today by the Cardinals. They looked absolutely, they looked great. And let's say DeAndre Hopkins had eight catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown catch. But this day belonged to Kyler Murray. I thought he looked great, like I said, it um, against this Washington football team. So today was definitely his day for sure. Also, today, I definitely will discuss another big performance that nobody will really talk about is Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen threw for 417 yards, including four touchdowns, both of them career highs against the Dolphins today. I thought Josh, I think Josh Allen has looked good these first two games. I mean, you got to give it to him. You got to give him credit. That's exactly what the Bills need. I was not impressed with him last year in the postseason. In a big game when things got close between them and it's and the Texans and and and, could, and he just did not show up during that Texans comeback. It was it was definitely a, a poor effort. But right now it looks like he is definitely picking definitely learned some things and he's doing a great job so far in his turnaround. So definitely great for him. Also uh, today the Steelers defeating the Broncos twenty six the twenty one. Yes, Ben Roethlisberger did have. 29 of 41. They go 29 for 41, 311 yards, two touchdowns on the day, including a pick. Um, 
but I definitely think this game should not have gone should not have gone this close. I know Drew Locke sprained his AC joint today in his shoulder. He definitely will be out at least two to four, two to six weeks. I'm talking about the Broncos quarterback here. And then Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll came at, came in 18 of 34, two touchdown passes. He was sacked six times today, though, folks. Whew. Six times today. That is definitely not good. Uh, but he definitely kept the Broncos in the game as long as he could. The Broncos trailed at 1.17 to 14 after his Jeff Driscoll's 20-yard touchdown pass to Noah Font. But it's the um, Steelers definitely pulled away late in this game. Um, but then, obviously, Melvin Gordon had uh, caught a 16-yard pass from Jeff, Jeff Driscoll. The, the Broncos did cut it to 5 with 7.43 left to go. But it was the Steelers that, that came through. And Steelers' events definitely came through in this game. T.J. Watt, he had two and a half sacks. Steelers now are 2-0 and on the season. And I think, like I said, I, I, I personally think the Steelers definitely have what it takes to have a good playoff run this year. If they if their office office continues to improve and their defense continues to play well, I wasn't necessarily I'm definitely was not expecting the Broncos to score 21 points today, especially with Jeff Driscoll in at QB at some point in this game. I did not expect that. All right, I think that's definitely all I covered. No, no, I didn't cover everything. Bears and the Giants. The Bears are two and zero. Hey, it is what it is. They're two and zero. Mitchell Trubisky, two touchdown passes. Uh, Saquon Barkley, unfortunately, tearing his eight, uh, likely definitely tore his ACL um, for sure. That definitely was a major blow to the Giants. Um, like I said, like to the Giants, this is that's definitely a big blow, and pretty much their season, as far as I'm concerned, is a wrap. Without Saquon Barkley, their team is definitely not going to do much this year. Uh, Daniel Jones and these guys, they're, they're definitely going to go through some more growing pains this year with Joe Judge. But again, the, the, but the Giants did have a chance to win this game late. Unfortunately, Daniel Jones um, led the team at least down the field. But unfortunately, the game ended on a Daniel Jones incomplete pass to Golden Tate. And the Golden Tate was called for offensive pass interference. And like I said, the Bears went on to win 17-13. to and it, like I said, I thought it was definitely a, a good effort by the Giants there late. But man, losing your best player on the offensive side of the ball, that definitely is tough. Um, but like I said, I feel bad for the Giants, but it's gonna be like I said, it's gonna be another long season for them. It's gonna be another long season. Joe Judge, he's gonna just have to deal with the growing pains. All right. Um, as far as tonight is concerned, Saints are playing the Raiders tonight. Uh, definitely be simulcast on. It'll be simulcast. ABC will take the simulcast from. ESPN tonight. Uh, they're doing a big old mega cast on ESPN and ESPN2 as well. And ESPN Deportes. Um, obviously, the Saints will not have Michael Thomas as a high ankle sprain. Um, I still think the Saints, I think it'll be a close one between them and the Raiders. Obviously, the Raiders, this is their big home debut, the first ever home debut, home debut in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. But I definitely think the Saints will come up with a W in this game. Um, may not be a blowout. I think it'll be a little closer than people think, but I'm definitely going with the Saints in this matchup. Um, as for the week ahead, I'm, I'm t- looking at three big games in week four, at least in week three, and that definitely is uh, obviously next week, next Sunday night. We definitely get the Packers and the Saints. Yes, you get Aaron Rodgers versus Drew Brees. That's definitely huge. Obviously, Cowboys and Seahawks. You get that at 4:25 next Sunday. That's going to be big. 
And also another huge game is next Monday night, the Chiefs and the Ravens. That is going to be absolutely insane. That game is going to be, well, unfortunately, no fans. This just sucks, man. A game like that should be packed. It just sucks with this pandemic. But we are going to have Patrick Holmes versus Lamar Jackson next Monday night. That is going to be absolutely incredible. That's going to be an amazing football game. Before I get out of here, I definitely want to say uh, congratulations to both Regina King and Zendaya, both of them winning their Emmys tonight, which was well-deserved. Regina King uh, for Watchmen, uh, Best Actress in a Limited Series or TV Movie, and Euphoria, of course, for Zendaya, who became the youngest actress to win the Best Actress in a Drama Series. And like I said, both of them did an amazing job in their roles, and they both deserve pretty much all their flowers and all their Emmys as well. Uh, but man, Regina King, her fourth Emmy now in five years, four different roles, and and of course an Oscar in a five-year span. I mean, that is incredible. Absolutely incredible. She definitely has come a long way from 227. <laughs> definitely come a long way. Man, definitely am proud of both of them. Definitely think they both deserve it. Amazing job for both of them, indeed. Also, of course, shout out to my Yankees for heading to the playoffs for the fourth straight season. And the San Diego Padres. Yes, San Diego Padres are in the playoffs for the first time in 14 years. Yes, it is an expanded field in MLB this year. But, of course, I'm definitely, it's, I mean, that's big. For the Padres, congrats to them. But thank you all for listening to Ronick's Rundown. Thank you all for listening to all 50 of these episodes. I hope we continue, me and my brother will continue to bless you all with some good content, with the sports especially, with week three of the NFL season next week. Thank you all for listening. Can we all listen to this podcast next time? Thank you.